Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. The Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast starts now. Thanks so much for joining us for another Mach 1 Market Moment. I'm Walter Storholt alongside the great team at Mach 1 Financial Group. Joining us today for Mach 1 is Matt Walters, Retirement Income Planning Specialist, serving you throughout the Northwest Arkansas area. And you can find us online by going to mock-1financial.com. Well, Matt, thanks for joining us this week. How you been, sir? I've been great. Yeah, pleasure to join you and always enjoy talking to you guys. Yeah, looking forward to today's conversation, Matt, because this is one of my favorite types of Mach 1 market moments that we do from time to time. It's the mailbag edition of the show where we take questions from folks throughout the area and uh, get specific answers to their questions. And so you may find yourself identifying with one of our question askers today. And uh, so stay tuned to see who's going to ask what on today's program. Matt, our first question comes to us from Hank in Bentonville, and uh, it's a good one. He says, my primary retirement concern is taxes down the road. If that's the case, does that mean all of my retirement savings should be going into Roth? Very good question, Hank. You know, as they say, the the only two guarantees are life or in life are death and taxes. So I know a lot of people a lot of people think about taxes and, and want to pay as little taxes as possible. So it's a very valid question, something we definitely want to, you know, plan ahead on what our tax situation might look in the future. First thing to know is and to think and consider, we don't have a crystal ball, right? We can't we can't predict what kind of tax situation we might be in in the future, but we can definitely plan and try to put ourselves in the most advantageous position possible. And a lot of times that comes from doing multiple things and having money in multiple different places, right? So I would say, you know, we don't necessarily want to start putting all of our money into a Roth if taxes are a concern down the road. Now, there are a couple different reasons I say that, Hank. And first and foremost would be it, the kind of the general statement of it just depends on the situation, right? So there are limitations to Roths in terms of how much money we can contribute on a yearly basis. You know, we always have the option to do a Roth conversion. So if we have some other qualified accounts out there, tax qualified accounts like a old 401k or traditional IRA, those are accounts that we could theoretically roll over and do a Roth conversion. But just as you're concerned about taxes in the future, we also want to be cognizant of our tax situation today, right? So anytime we're contributing money into a Roth or converting qualified money to a Roth account, that conversion or that contribution is going to be taxable. So we want to position ourselves for the future, but we also want to be aware of what we're what we're doing today, so that we don't leave ourselves with a hefty tax bill at the end of the year right now. So, I think a Roth could and is a very good thing to look at, and I would say if you can, definitely be maxing out your Roth contribution. But you know, hopefully, if you're able to save more than that or beyond the maximum contribution to the Roth account. You know, then you're going to be limited. And you're going to have to put money elsewhere. It's really good uh, guidance, I think. How often would you say, Matt, you're talking to people about taxes when they come in to meet with you to talk about their financial situation? I mean, is that just a given that that's going to be a major part of everybody's financial plan? Is is using you know certain tax strategies? Absolutely, yes. This is a daily conversation. I would almost say hourly conversation <laughs> because it's multiple times throughout the day, and it's part of our process here at Mach One. We use. Uh, system that helps us with our retirement analysis 
and we can actually put the numbers in to show what the most advantageous plan would be from a tax perspective. So whether that means we do small Roth conversions once we get into retirement, if our income went down potentially because our expenses are less, then we can maybe do some Roth conversions to move that money to a tax-free vehicle in the future and still keep our current tax situation at a minimum as well. So that's definitely a conversation that we're having on a regular basis and something that we really want to spend quite a bit of time on educating our clients about doing the analysis for them so that they feel comfortable and know that you know they're making the right decisions not only for today but the future as well. Really good question, Hank. Thank you for submitting that one. If you would like to submit your own question, you can do that by going once again to the website mock-1financial.com. Again, that's mock one financial.com. Or at any time, you can call 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. All right, we've got another question for you, Matt. This one comes to us from Brent in Rogers. Brent says, my brother-in-law works in finance, and I heard him telling some folks at a recent party that everything is overvalued right now and that there's nothing worth investing in at the moment. What does he mean by overvalued, and do you think that's true? Yeah, a very good question. This is a question I get quite a bit on a regular basis these days. You see certain things on TV or people promoting certain products, or sometimes you might even see some commercials or, or online ads almost trying to create some level of fear in people. And But it's a valid question. It's something we, we definitely want to take a look at. So my opinion is that anytime we say that the market itself is overvalued, that's a fairly broad generalization. You know, if we're looking at individual companies or individual stocks, then it's it's a lot easier to look at that one stock and what that company should be potentially trading for and then comparing that to what it is trading for. And we can come to a conclusion of whether we think it's overvalued or not. Applying that same process to the overall market or maybe even an index so like the S&P 500 that's a lot harder to do, right? There's a lot of companies, a lot of stocks that make up that index and the overall market. So now, historically speaking, I think what has led to this conversation and this this question being asked more and more is because the market has done well, right? We have seen all-time highs and things have really performed well the last eight, nine, 10 years. But you also want to look at everything that's going on. So if we go back three or four years, you know, to 2014, 2015, there were people at that time calling for a a market, a major market correction because of how well the market had recovered from the 08, 09 correction, how well things were going. Everybody started kind of talking about how everything was overvalued, that we were due for another correction because prices had gone up so quickly, you know, and here we are a few years later and the market has continued to rise. We've seen some more volatility in the in the recent months and over the last year, but you know, it's continued to rise. So if you had taken that advice back in 2014-2015 and maybe stayed out of the market, then you would have missed, you know, the last few years and the opportunity there in the market had you not gotten in at that time. So I say all of that to say, you know, we want to be careful whenever we're talking about situations that might try to be timing the market. Okay, so the most important thing is that we are saving, that we're investing, that we're disciplined, and that we're taking the steps and doing the things that we know we need to do. 
it does somewhat depend obviously on the time horizon that you're looking at. So if you're not currently invested in the market, but you're very, very close to retirement, then obviously it might look a little bit different. The approach you might want to take versus, you know, compared to someone who's 25 and just getting started, they're not going to have the same concerns or fears that you might have in terms of market corrections and those sorts of things. So that's what I would say on looking at the market. And when you hear someone talking about the general market being overvalued is it's a, it's a valid, it's a valid question. It's a valid thought, but we don't need to look at that or use that in sense of being fearful of the market or not wanting to invest. I suppose also another lesson that maybe you can take from this question is, you know, be careful of what you hear. And this isn't to, to pick on, but I think this is just an all honesty. And be careful of what you hear, you know, that, that hearsay of, uh, you know, the brother-in-law was talking about X, Y, Z, or I, I overheard at a party that this was the thing to do. Because a lot of people, that's where they get their advice and information from. And that's not picking on anybody. I think we all do that to some extent. But that's another, I think, lesson you can learn from here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Always, whenever you hear anything like that, I highly encourage you to talk to your advisor if you're currently working with somebody or, you know, always feel free to reach out to us here at Mach 1 and get a second opinion, get work with, you know, ask a professional, someone who's looking at these things and having these conversations on a daily basis before you take action on something that you may have overheard at a party. And Matt, can you give us a quick sneak peek for, you know, I know some listeners already work with Mach 1, and if that's the case, you know, thanks for listening to the show today, and, you know, go ahead and go take a nap or, you know, go get a cup of coffee or whatever (laughs) you want to do, but if somebody's just kind of discovering you guys for the first time or just starting this financial planning process, what's the process actually look like when they work with Mach 1 and and with you, and what can they expect? Yeah, great question. So, You know, really, every situation is different, but we do want to implement a process, right? We want to follow some guidelines and make sure we're covering all of our bases. So when someone is interested in working with with myself or any any of the advisors here at Mach 1, the first step is really, and I tell all of my clients this, is I just want to get to know you a little bit. You know, the first time we meet, I want to get to know you, your family, your, your goals, your aspirations, what you're wanting to accomplish, what you have accomplished, and have all of those conversations so that I can really start, you know, narrowing down what conversations will be most beneficial, right? So once we've kind of gotten to know each other, the first step is really to decide what you want retirement to look like. And that varies greatly for a lot of different people. Do you want to continue working on a part-time basis? Do you want to travel the world and not work at all? But deciding what your retirement looks like is ultimately the first step before we can start putting together a roadmap or a plan for how we're going to accomplish that. Secondly would be to do a financial inventory. A lot of people often have gone years without really looking at all the different accounts that they have or maybe how those accounts are invested. So it would really, you know, we sit down, we make a list of all of the assets, the liabilities, the various accounts that someone might have, and just do a financial inventory of what's there. What are we working with? Is it going to be enough? You know, do we need to continue working longer? When do we need to take Social Security? All of those things we can start to really kind of put together and piece together a full plan moving forward. Next step, number three, I would say would, once we have a good idea of what what we want our retirement to look like, and we know what accounts are there, and we've done that financial inventory. I would say number three would be 
develop an income plan. So once we know what income we need on a monthly, quarterly, annual basis, how are we going to produce that? What, how can we best position our assets to produce that income for us? Ideally, that would be with taking the least amount of risk possible, but we also want to make sure we achieve the objective or the goal. So using various assets and various products to produce a safe, consistent, steady income that helps us live that retirement that we, you know, we talked about in that initial conversation. And then fourth, I guess once once we've sat down, once we've talked, once we've looked at all the accounts, we've developed the, the retirement strategy, the income plan, the savings plan, the next step before implementation is to just for you to decide how much help you really need. So determining if you need help with your taxes, do you work with a CPA? Do you need to start working with a CPA? Do you need some help maybe with estate planning? You know, we have a lot of people who come in with estate planning questions. We don't provide legal advice, but we work with some really good attorneys here in the area very closely that a lot of our clients have used. And then also, obviously, do you need help with your investments? And do you need some investment guidance on how to best position your assets to provide that income and provide that lifestyle that you've worked so hard for now that you've gotten to retirement? And that's where Mach 1 can come in is helping you with that investment and financial guidance, helping you position those assets and setting you up for success, not only today, but moving forward into retirement. Well, and it's very easy if you want to walk through that process and down that road with the Mach 1 Financial Group team. As you can see, they take you from beginning, which is, hey, let's just have a conversation about what retirement, what your financial future is going to look like, all the way through the end of, all right, the plan is established, it's in motion, and now we're talking about carrying you through all of your retirement years and maintaining that relationship with you throughout the years. That's the process. That's the relationship that gets built. If you're interested in talking a little bit about that and and, you know, beginning at step number one, give the team a call. 479-876-2100 is that number. Again, it's 479-876-2100. You can always also find the team online at mock-1financial.com. You can read the blog. You can find past episodes of the Mach 1 Market Moment there. You can get in touch with the team and schedule a time to meet as well. All of that at mock-1financial.com. Or as always, you can call 479-876-2100. Matt, thank you so much for the help this week, and uh, we'll look forward to another conversation with you soon. Thanks, Walter. That's Matt Walters, Retirement Income Planning Specialist at Mach 1 Financial Group. For Matt, I'm Walter. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you on the next Mach 1 Market Moment. Advisory services offered through Fusion Capital Management, which is registered as an investment advisor with the SEC and only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission and does not imply that the advisor has achieved a particular level of skill or ability. Please consult your financial advisor as many financial and insurance products have associated fees. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss.